happening? Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. One of my favorite people, also one of my favorite guests. And at times, different people are different ones. Sometimes my favorite people are terrible guests. Sometimes my favorite guests I don't even like as, as, as a person. But this is one of the rare ones who I love as a person and as a guest. And Ronnie Dunn of Brooks and Dunn's about to be in. Uh, so he'll be in like the next 15 minutes or so. So he's just funny. He's just funny and he calls me out on crap and I just like him. <laughs> So he's going to come in in like 15 minutes, so that's cool. Uh, let's start, though, with the mailbag. Here we go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My husband of 13 years is the best husband in the world. I love him so much. He's had a hairy chest since the day I met him. He has an awesome thick beard, which I love. But the back hair's coming and I cannot handle the back hair. <laughs> I really hate to say anything and make him feel judged by something he can't control, but I feel like women do everything to try and keep our looks up, especially as we age. Is it too much to ask him to handle the back hair? It's so gross, and I hate saying that because I do love him so much. He knows it's there, but clearly it doesn't seem to bother him. How do I approach this gently? Please help and keep this anonymous. Hopefully hairless in Colorado. Hmm. This is interesting because she doesn't... She sees the hair he doesn't, right? I think that's the problem. It's on his back, yeah. Yes, he doesn't know because he doesn't see. You don't even see it in the mirror, really. Yeah. Maybe in passing, but it's hard to really get a full look. Like, I have no, every once in a while, I catch, like, some of the moles on my back, and I'm like, oh. And I tell Kayla, I'm like, I can't, that's, I'm disgusting, all the moles on my back. And what? Well, so, but that's something that's just part of your body. You can't I know, change but that. My point is, but... 99% of the time, I don't even see it because it's on my back. But when I do see it occasionally, I'm kind of taken off. So, how would you, as a guy, like your partner to tell you? Funny you should ask. On the top part of my back, where I had moles burnt off, there it's, it's disgusting. But there are hairs that grow through those burnt off moles. Mm. And they don't grow back like normal hairs. They're like bristles, like Brillo pads. Thick. But again, they don't affect me. But, and again, something else I'm going to admit to that I've admitted to on the show, I like to be Little Spoon. So, <laughs> while being Little Spoon, and I don't say, please spoon me, what I say is, hey, will you hug me? Oh, boy. And then she'll hug me. Every night, by the way. Oh, I can you talk, say that? I can talk about this in depth later, but yes, I'm a little bit boo. I'm a little boo-boo. Um, but those but- hairs were bothering her, and I didn't like to be told that hair. I'm probably getting in her mouth, dude. And she was like, hey, would you mind... <laughs> Cutting those off, trimming those, shaving those. And so I do. And it hurt my pride a little bit. But I got over it because my hurt pride was worth her not having to deal with it every single day. So it's almost like ripping a Band-Aid off. Just go to it, grab it, rip it. It's gonna, You're going to go, oh, for a second, and then it's going to be fine. So I would just say, tell him, be honest with him, because it's affecting you more than it's affecting him. He, does, he has no idea, probably, Yeah. how disgusting it is. I, I was being funny the other day, and I had... I'd grown kind of a little beard out because I was like, I don't have to shave for anything. I'm not doing anything on camera. And so I shaved it all off except for a soul patch. <laughs> I, I do that too. You, I love it. I honestly thought you missed a spot. And I was like, why does he have that? And you were like playing with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. When did you Amy see it? it? I grew it out for a couple here weeks. Here at yeah. work. You had it here? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so I then grew it out again <laughs> and I shaved. And we were going to dinner and she was like, oh, no, you can't. And I was like, what? I like it. She was like, one, if you did like it, it would be a different conversation. I know you don't like it. You're only doing that to mess with me. And so I admitted she was right. And then I stopped at a gas station and I got a razor and a little thing of shaving cream and oh, shaved it off. Wow. I mean, what would the conversation be if you did like it? She would let you, like, 
It's gross. Bones, you got to do a mustache next time. I honestly I do thought that sometimes. you I'll do um, yeah. made a mistake and just missed that. Mm. I didn't know you did that on purpose. I was going to make a little solely patch. <laughs> That's funny. This is what I would say, hope, hopefully hairlessness. He, hopefully hairless. He will have his feelings hurt a little bit, mm-hmm. but you hate it a lot. Weigh them. A lot's more than a little bit. Tell him it's bad. Can you please shave it? I'll help you shave it. Make a trade with him somehow. I don't know what the trade is, if he, but just tell him. You got to tell him. Heck, he may just do it and not be a big deal, but you got to tell him. Anything you want to say, Amy? Yeah, I mean, I think that you just have to share it with him. And you can do it in a really kind way. Make sure, like, hey, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. He might feel that way. There's nothing you can really do about it. But you just got to, like you said, I like the ripping the Band-Aid off. Just get it out of the way. And then a few months down the line, y'all will be through this and his back will be smooth. And you'll be good to go. For a few weeks. (laughs) And then it'll get prickly when it grows back. Yeah. Yes. All right. There you go. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. The Friday Morning Conversation with Ronnie Dunn. Well, walking into the studio now is a personal friend, an icon, a legend. He's got merch with him, the whole thing. (laughs) He comes in passing out treats. Ronnie Dunn of Brooks and Dunn is here. Hey, you know Ronnie, and as you're doing this, I'll tell a story. I went and I bought an old Brooks and Dunn shirt, like from the 90s. You didn't didn't give me anything. No, I'll give you one. Okay, cool. Like from the 90s. and I have your lovely wife one. Yeah, you have her shirt? Yeah. Well, have a seat right there. You have a microphone right there. What if I wear that? You got me a little crop top? I see her liking bikinis a lot. That's a lot of clothes for her. Okay. (laughs) Here he is. My guy in here is Ronnie Dunn. Ronnie, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm I'm plenty good. Your the, the Brooks and Dunn merch is so expensive, like from the '90s. Like I, I just bought a shirt that I saw online, and it wasn't like seven dollars. It's probably four times what you sold it for in the merch. Oh, table. it makes us mad. We go online and look at it and get to find all the retro stuff. And it's like 150 bucks for a shirt or something like that. You go to eBay and find it. Why would it make you mad though? Like you sold you sold well, it. Back we're not there. making that money. Right. <laughs> Do you have a bunch? If you do, you have a lot of the old stuff just sitting in a warehouse somewhere? We did, we did, and I, you know, when Kix and I like, you know, notoriously broke up, I got the warehouse, he got the merchandise semi and the hot air balloon. That's just kind of how we split the assets or whatever. Wait, are you making a joke? No. Okay. And uh, I thought the hot air balloon is pretty appropriate. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, uh, we we went through it, and I was like, all this merch had been stacked up forever. And I went through it and was like, I threw a bunch away. Just we had to clear stuff out. We were, and I was like, I'd give it, you know, I probably shouldn't have done it. You know when you're cleaning stuff out at your house or wherever and you, you throw it away, and then you, something you haven't used for years. Then you want to use it. You want it immediately. And afterwards. then like a week later, you go, ah, I need that. Mm-hmm. So Is it true or false, and you can tell me urban legend, that you have, you blow up that hot air balloon and leave it at your house sometimes up? Yeah. 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 True. Why would you do that? Why would you still blow it up at your house? Right? Just let everybody know. Just for ego. Legend. Yeah, legend lives here. Yeah. <laughs> I do. You know, you've done so much, yet you still have the drive to do more. I want to play uh, Broken Neon Hearts. Here's a clip of Ronnie Dunn's new song right here. Starts with a lonesome blue, broken neon heart. 
Why? Why? Because you wrote this song too. Like, is it still the drive in you to create and, and record? Uh, yeah. Even though you have it all. Yeah. I mean, I I I rode the tractor around the place for you know, I don't know how many thousands of miles since we pulled out. I just get bored now, and I'm thinking, you know what? I'll just go back and start writing honky tonk beer joint songs. And my wife goes, quit writing honky tonk and beer joint songs. Step out, push yourself. But this is the kind of stuff I like. It's the kind of stuff I like too. Yeah. And and do you feel like when you go and you cut a song by yourself, you're like, okay, how do we make this different than if it were, you know, you and Kicks doing the song? Or are you like, you know, I'm just doing what I do. Well, we don't have to hold court. And he was, he'd say the same thing. You know, we have to go back and forth. I don't know how bands do it, you know, with four or five members, how they ever come to terms with, with what to record. But we would do that. And some songs, you, you know, as a duo, as a guy duo, you, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't sing like love songs. Like, unless like to was, each other? It just didn't look right on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to make a video. <laughs> the Friday Morning Conversation with Ronnie Dunn. I was looking at your Instagram, and you take these pictures at rodeos. But yeah. some of the shots look like you're right in to where the bull is actually, like, goring the human or the, the, the bull rider smashing his face in the ground. How do you get so close to that? I just walk up to it. But you, but you, are you in it? Are you in the, in the actual? There's a place in Miles City, uh, Montana, and it's it's notorious. It's it's real organic rodeo, but they've uh, it's where all the rodeo stock buyers go to buy like bucking horses and bulls and stuff like that. So they'll they'll they, they used to do like three hundred a day, three hundred rides. Guys used to sit in the back. They rotate the cowboys. So, but the cool thing about it is, I've got a friend that's the head photographer there, and they'll let three or four of you out in the arena with them. So we you, just I feel like you'd be like a circus clown. Like the bull would come after you. You are. You are and you or, kinda, or a you rodeo kinda, clown. You yeah. kinda cue off the circus clowns. But the danger is not when they're bucking or doing their thing, it's when the the cowboys come off. That's when they go nuts. And then you know the cowboys come in to, to to wrangle them and get them out of there. But they're they're insane. Does your wife say, Hey, why don't you not get so close to the bulls? She just ups the insurance, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. She, she don't care. Whenever Neon Moon went viral on TikTok, did you see it coming? Did you know that song, no, that version even? Not a clue. What? Not a clue. Didn't, didn't, didn't know where it came from. And uh, uh, Braden Carney, uh, uh, tech guy, called and said, this thing's blowing up. And so I have to get all the history and stuff from him and, and you know, like go do the forensics and find out where it came from. But what what did you learn then through that? Because that's a it's a different like kind of dancey mix. Yeah. That everybody was doing like the little. Did you learn the dance? No. Oh, get that. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were we were encouraged to, but, but no, you know, we, uh, no, we didn't, didn't didn't do it. But it's crazy. It's like look what I think it's up to three billion plays or something. In just the first two weeks, it was at one billion. Holy and then cow! Conti- I think Morgan did one. Yeah. I mean, it, it became quite the sens- the the viral sensation. Yeah, I, just out of the blue. Kids, I, kids are approaching on the street. You're the TikTok guy. Yeah, yeah. right, right. No. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Dunn's here, new record coming out. So you're going to do all original songs this time? Mostly. Yeah? Yeah. Because I know yeah. you did the record of uh, really awesome covers that had kind of influenced you. Yeah. So what, what are we talking here with this full album? This is this is more like stuff that's, that's kind of just what you heard with Broken Neon Hearts. It's kind of that, that vibe. Uh, a couple of new guys on it. Uh, Parker McCollum came over and, and, and uh, sang one with me, and uh, it's uh, it's just that that stuff that that I I played coming through the bars, you know, in Oklahoma, Texas. That 
you know, if you were to look at the song and go, it's got a good beat, I can dance to it. You watch Yellowstone? Yeah, heck yeah. All the way through? Yeah. What do you think about the show? I love it. Did you know, and maybe you're smarter than I am. No. I agree. But I would think that <laughs> the, the guy, Taylor Sheridan, who created the show, do you know he has a role on the show? Somebody was telling me about it yesterday. He's the you know the cowboy okay. that comes in to, to train their horses. The okay, good that's the guy. He's the yeah, guy who created yeah, the show yeah. and writes all the episodes. Uses the f word every five minutes. Yes, comes yeah, yes, all the time. Drives guy. a big truck. So that's him. He that's created the show. He created the show. He's okay, the but, one that delivered Jimmy to the Sixes. Yeah, and that's and he then bought the Sixes Ranch. Too. Yes. So he's but I thought like isn't he like for real like a big horse trainer? Or, you or, have to be to look that good on a horse. Those right? horses are like serious. Like they're not just show horses for movies. They're like serious, serious horses. And I think that's probably why he excels in that role because he's really good at that. Yeah. Are you good at riding horses? No. And my my dad was a stable boy at uh, Keeneland, at, with around thoroughbreds. There was always a horse or something or two in the, in the backyard and out in the pasture. But no. Uh-huh. You ever go to the races? You go to the horse races? Uh, he used to take me. Uh, this long story, but I'll make it quick. My dad and the sheriff of Port Isabel, Texas, so this is a hundred years ago, uh, would get these old broken down uh, quarter horses and take them over into Mexico and race them on Sundays. They'd have uh, dirt tracks, quarter mile long, so it's just a sprint, portable uh, uh, gates and all this, and all all the locals would come down and put their their flatbed trucks with these big metal speakers on them playing mariachi music all over the place and they would go up and down that, those quarter mile tracks and take bets uh so that's my well then this is what we should experience do. with horses me and you follow me here okay yeah me and you oakland racetrack hot springs arkansas uh-huh your private jet okay Huh? I leave it there. That's all I say. That's it. Let's go. We'll we'll spend the day at the racetrack. I don't know if I said, but your private jet. Sure. And then we go and we we come back day out. We take our ladies. Yeah. We do a little gambling. Uh huh. We we live. I'll take the big jet. There's there's you have a big you have a big and a little one and a hot air balloon. He's got it all. Take the hot air balloon. (laughs) Take that. Check these. And uh, look, you, you, did you see what I had walking in? I did not. Oh yeah, I got Ronnie those boots. So, hey, yeah. you like them? I love them. Be right honest. Okay, look me in the eyeballs. Be honest. I'm asking you a real question. I like the boots. Oh, I'm going to ask you that question. All right. Because we're friends, and I don't want you to lie to me for on air. You didn't believe me. You. We were at the New Year's Eve gig, right? Yeah, me and you. Yeah. Yep. And and we were standing around getting ready to go, about, go on. You were going like do your deal. And I looked down and saw those boots, and I went, those are cool. And you looked at me like, shut up. <laughs> and I'm going, no, I'm serious. It's like, yeah, right, whatever. And uh, we got on stage, and, and I was still talking about it between songs. I'm going, look, Bobby, I really like those boots, man. It's just kind of like the, has that rockabilly look where they, they would put the, the hand-etched silver stuff on the tips and toes. And uh, you're like, you can't afford them. <laughs> I did say that. I was kidding. I was kidding. Obviously, yeah. Like, you can't afford. Anyway, it. We, all, we all laughed because I, I might not be able to. But uh, anyway, next week I get a, a pair in the in the mail, and I like them. Have you worn them before this moment? Yes. Okay, and yeah. that's the truth. Yes. Well, great. Yeah. And I got the nicest gift from you. This I don't even want to know. It, this gigantic, awesome painting with the frame that probably costs more than the house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a buffalo, right? White buffalo. Yeah, white buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. all. It, it's it's the great. It's the great. Be, 
it's cool to be friends with you because we don't have to hang out that much, and I can still say I'm friends with you. So I get yeah. all the credit in the world. Well, we we both kind of spent a lot of time in Arkansas too, so I, we kind of think the same dark thoughts. I'm sure. What was it like when you and Kix and Reba did your final show at that residency? Were you sad about it, or were you just happy? To no, no. You done? Yeah, his red roll. Yeah, you know, seven years is, is is a long time. But you know, Adele you know, was got like the big fancy room. Did you guys have yeah. a big fancy room? Yeah, 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 yeah. They hook you up. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It was like a. They have a butler. Four thousand square foot. You know, it, I'm sure Adele's got something bigger, but uh, yeah. They and give you had, and kicks a different bed, or do you have the same bed? You guys <laughs> different rooms. <laughs> we're in different towers. <laughs> One bedroom. First thing I ask is, "Is where's kicks stay?" Okay, I want the other tower. <laughs> he does the same. <laughs> Would you ever, if you were to do a residency, I want you to follow me here. Yeah. With Garth Brooks, you could call it Garth Brooks and Dunn. Uh, Brooks and Dunn. Ever Dunn. heard that? Garth Brooks and Dunn. Ever heard that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you the, have. Right. It was backstage the uh, other day at the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and. Uh, I just I sang a Toby Keith or something, you know. I walked back, was talking to Kobe, and I hear this, Brooks and Dunn in the house. It was Garth. Anyway, so we we go back and forth with that. I saw a picture of you with George Strait. Yeah. How long have you known George Strait? Oh, long time, years, years. Were you guys ever? Because he didn't. Did he ever live here? George Strait ever live in Nashville? I don't think so. Did you guys ever hang out? Uh, we gambled together. That's what I want to do with you. Yeah. Like like in Vegas? Or? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to do it in Hot Springs, Arkansas. You're a big jet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're gone, baby. Let's do it. I saw a picture, too, of we'll you. We'll take our, our oaky girlfriends and go. That, that is true. We both have them. Yeah. I want to ask you about, because at one point it looked like you, I was looking at some old pictures. It looked like you dyed your hair blonde. Yeah. Did that ever happen where you, where you did the? Why'd you bring that up? Well, because I saw it and I made sure to print it out so I wouldn't forget about it. When you die, how did that go down? Okay, this is my story, and I'm gonna stick to it. Okay, had these, you know, you have these stylists that come to video shoots and all that stuff. She goes, "Well, she says your hair is kind of like bland." She said, "Let me like, like just put some like sun streaks down." I said, "Okay, whatever." And uh, she got a little carried away with it, and it it came out like that. But and you, had, I, you I looked mean, in the mirror and thought you were hot, though, right, with the blonde hair? Because no, at the time, it was cool. No, I just you know what I always say. I swear to God, I said. Uh, if George Strait sees me, he's going to kill me. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to hear the end of it. So that's uh, that's it. It's my conscience. My so what happens conscience. to her, her or someone that does that to your hair? She hasn't what been seen since. She goes on vacation. <laughs> There's a hole in Vegas in the desert. <laughs> when is this new full full album coming out? Uh, when does know? it come out? A month. You just give me a general month. Uh, okay. Like, uh, 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 I see... September. Sep- September. No. <laughs> Summer. 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 Whew. Thank so, you. And what Summer. do you do with this body of work? Do you go out and, and sing the songs yourself? Uh, Will you go and tour it all? I might. I might. Love that. Yeah, but it's fun now because you could, I, I mean, I'm trying to do all this stuff while I can still sing, you know. But you, ha- you, haven't, you haven't dropped it all. Uh, so far. And it's someday I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up and, you know, do ee- and it's not gonna come out like, like that. Then you can yeah. just change the key. Maybe I saw maybe. Elton John sing once. He never got higher than yeah. this. Elton, Elton's kind of, he's just kind of, he's hit, he admits it. He talks about it. He says he can, he's probably strained it or something at some point, a little bit. Do you do like anything John. to keep your voice? I wouldn't say in shape, but to make sure that it lasts a long time. No, no. When I'm on the road, I just try to, I try to get a lot of rest and uh, drink water. You know, after the whiskey, I chase the whiskey with water. Do you still drink whiskey though? Yeah, every now and then. But oh, come on. No. You don't have to maintain the we, we, we do a ceremonial uh, shot 
before we walk on stage. Always have. And we have a, a box that's like an actual rolling kind of liquor cabinet or something, but it's just one thing in it. Listen, Broken Neon Hearts, it is out today. Uh, Ronnie Dunn, you can follow him. Go to his Instagram just to see his his photography work. Like, it really is next level, so much so that I thought there's no way he took that picture. But you That's did. That's cool. Yeah. Well, good. It's good to hear you say that. You're <laughs> yeah. a man of taste. Yeah, at Ronnie Dunn. I am a man of taste. Good right. taste. Ronnie, good to see you. Good there he is. Everybody, let's clap for yeah. our friend Ronnie Dunn. There he Thanks, is. Bobby. <laughs> I saw where Valentine's Day is America's least favorite holiday. And I agree, it's pretty lame. Mm-hmm. I like it because it gives us an excuse to do something like, here's a calendar date, do something sweet for your person. I like it, but it is a lame holiday. Like It's like forced love. Um, but we have a dinner planned, and I got her a nice gift. So nothing super elaborate on our end. But I made my reservation a month ago because I'm always kind of on it. Lunchbox has been selling reservations. Now, Monday's Valentine's Day. And when he came on the show yesterday, he said, yeah, some guy wanted it, but he never paid me. Have you been paid? Oh, I've been paid! I've been paid! <laughs> Tyree from Las Vegas, he's going to dinner. Wow. I got my money. He's got his reservation. We are officially a real business. <gasps> so you made 75 bucks from him. 75 big ones. How many other reservations are on hold right now? Uh, there are four other reservations on hold. But I have another payment coming in this afternoon. Let's go! Let's go! You guys missed out. So then there's three left. There'll be three left. Still, okay. If you don't sell those three, even the two that you've made money on, you're still gonna be in the hole. Uh, Let's just say I'm an optimist. I'm an optimist (laughs) that one one will sell this weekend also. Okay. That's the name of a restaurant he's trying to sell a reservation (laughs) to. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Are you? I think you should hold them. Even on Monday show, you come on and go, "Hey, I've got these reservations." Okay, I mean, but yeah. if you don't sell them, then you're in, then you have to pay for them. Right, that's yeah. the problem. But business is a risk. Right, and on Monday I can charge double. No, don't go up. Just no, that's his business. His business. It's my business. Make, but you did sell one. Congratulations! I did. Buddy. Yes. Did. So okay. You guys told me I was crazy for this idea, and what? No, do you we know? didn't tell you you were crazy. We told you that it's been done a hundred times. I'm already getting fat stacks. Okay, you got $75, which is a lot. In ones, that'd be a fat stack. Right. Yeah. But, what about nickels? <laughs> oh, man. But, like, you still haven't, like, technically, you haven't made money yet. Uh, you no, no, technically, reser- I made $75. Those reservations cost me $0, so I'm positive <laughs> 75 right now. Okay, if you hold on to them till Monday, you can't cancel them. That's true. Yes, you <laughs> owe them all $100. That's true. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, so, Valentine's Day is Monday, Super Bowl is Sunday. <laughs> And so Amy will be on an airplane. I'll be watching at my house. Eddie, you're watching it with all your kids? Yeah, I've got invited to a couple of parties, but I've had to turn it down because my kids want to watch it with us. And this is cool because when I was a kid, no one wanted to watch the Super Bowl with me. So it's kind of cool that my kids actually want to watch it as a family. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Are they fully footballed out? Are they jerseying up? Oh, my gosh. Jerseying it up. They want jerseys like they're just T-shirts. And I had to put a stop to it. I'm like, guys. Jerseys are expensive because every time a team does well, they've never talked about the Los Angeles Rams. And all of a sudden, they're in the Super Bowl. They want a Cooper Cup jersey. I'm like, guys. What do they have? They have, oh my gosh, all the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. They got Derrick Henry. They got Tom Brady. They got C.D. Lamb. He's a receiver for the Cowboys. They have uh, Leonard Fournette. He's a running back for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Random people that they're just like, oh, he's so good. I want their jersey. Now they want Cooper Cup because he's in the Super Bowl. And if they lose the Super Bowl? They'll probably still wear Cooper Cup. 
but that's just add it to the big list of jerseys they have in their closet. So no more. No, no, no. I'm, I'm done. Do you I'm, have any jerseys as a kid? One. Joe Montana. That's it. My parents were like, this is your one and only jersey. It was $100. Enjoy it. Do you have any jerseys, Amy, at all? No. Basketball, though? Baseball, nothing? No. You? Um, I had a white t-shirt that I cut the sleeves out and made a boomer a size, and I wrote a number. We can't afford a jersey. Yeah. So I made my own jersey. Like, I drew on it. Hmm. That's cool. That's awesome. Okay, you guys trying to make me feel good. You guys trying to make me feel good. That's creative. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. Um, What? What were we saying? (laughs) I'm just backing up that it's creative. You did. You did. You did. What you had to all do. the kids were like, "You're that's really creative, Bobby," and they didn't beat me up at all. For but it. that's a shame. Mm-hmm. You, you know? know? Oh, it's a shame on them. It's a shame that they called him creative. What's wrong? No, with they creative? didn't. He's basically saying they. What did you say? They beat you up. No, he said they didn't beat him up. Yes, oh. I was being. He's being facetious. Oh, yes. Man. Okay. Big word, Amy. Learned that from Bobby. <laughs> well, <I finished. laughs> you definitely didn't know that word on your own. That's not <laughs> true. Super Bowl Sunday, Valentine's <laughs> Monday. We true. got two. <laughs> we got two big days coming up. The, uh, you, are you betting? Yes or no? Yeah, but I need you to help me. Okay, I'll oh do that God. later. Come are you on, betting, Eddie? Absolutely. Who are you betting? I'm betting the Rams. I have to bet the Rams. Well, Can you bet both so you just win in okay. either way? <laughs> well, but you'll lose because they take a little bit of money for themselves for for doing the work. Cool. Yeah, you guys use DraftKings if you're going to bet this weekend. All right, thank you guys. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Thomas Rhett released a new song from his upcoming album coming out on April 1st. Here is Us Someday. You call me a crazy dream, but I'm gonna dream away. Close my eyes and I swear I see my love. That'll be us someday. That'll be us someday. Maren Morris shared a new song from her upcoming album coming out on March 25th. Here's the song, Background Music. Ronnie Dunn released a new song called Broken Neon Hearts. Music plays and the healing starts for the lonesome blues. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So shout out to Corporal Annette Goodyear. She is part of the Northeast Police Department, and she was on crossing guard detail for a middle school. And this child was crossing the road. Then out of nowhere, a black sedan speeds straight for the kid. Well, Annette quickly pushes the student out of the way. The car strikes Annette. She has flown to the pavement. The driver immediately stops and gets out, thankfully, to check on Annette as other bystanders come. She was transported to a hospital, treated for minor injuries, and released. But she's been performing crossing guard duties for like 14 years, and this is her first save. Probably would have killed the kid. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, she saved this kid's life 100%. And um, another police officer said, look, this was a split-second reaction that saved a child from injury. Job well done. There was a crossing guard near Amy's house that was really doing her job, doing a great job. Yeah. People loved her. People were going up and talking to her, stopping in cars to talk to her. Handshakes. Amy, Amy came on the air and was like, we, I think she's selling drugs. Well, yeah. the handshakes were sneaky. She was passing yeah. something. It was more than a handshake. It was a handoff. And so here we are on the show talking about how we think Amy's crossing guard, because of her leadership, 
Amy's leadership on the show. Uh, okay. <laughs> that she was selling drugs. So Lunchbox goes up and go right up to her, and she does, and she hands Lunchbox a peppermint. <laughs> Those yeah. were her drugs. Really yeah. one of the funny moments on yeah, the show. Yeah, I had no idea she was a peppermint dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm telling you, for days, weeks, I would see these exchanges, and I felt like something shady is going on. But clearly, minty was. <laughs> clearly, those people were something just fresh. in the know. All right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Fun Fact Friday. The five most fun facts of the week is found by Amy. Boy, what alliteration there is there. The five most fun facts is found by Amy. (laughs) Woo! All right, let's go. Number five. Surgeons who play video games at least three hours a week perform 27% faster and make 37% fewer errors. That's great. Hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Yeah. I play a lot of video games and... So, yeah, you can take this you ever information to Caitlin. I'm going to tell you guys something. I probably play too much now. Oh. Me and three friends have a John Madden football league, and we play a lot. And I probably am putting in three hours a day. Oh, my. I Every chance I have <laughs> to break away, I do. And it's become a problem. You're so I'm, not, I'm not just playing games. I'm also building rosters, trying to sign free agents. Yeah, you're the GM. I'm scouting college players. And so I'm... <laughs> Yeah, it's important stuff. I'm important. realizing yeah. I'm probably doing that a little too much for the past few weeks. But uh, thank you for acknowledging that, Amy. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. All right, there you go. <laughs> Next one up. Number four. So when Apple was buying rural land to build its North Carolina data center, one family refused to sell a one-acre plot that they had purchased for $6,000. One acre. Six grand. So after rejecting every offer, Apple told them, name a price, we'll pay it. They said, okay, $1.7 million. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, they did it. Wow. <laughs> that's so cool. That's awesome. Good for them. Number three. So the Real Top Gun School, they impose a $5 fine on any staff member that quotes the movie. That's funny. Because mm-hmm. you know everybody's running around yelling, well, what do they say there? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, I got the need. The need oh, for speed. For speed. Yeah. That, I thought it was going to be like, I'm, I have a gun and it's top. So the reason for the rule against Top Gun movie quotes is not that people are tired of them or they don't like the movie, but it's because the pilots that attend the school, they're at the top of their game. And so no one's allowed to make a joke of what they're doing by referencing a movie. I've only seen it once, so I don't know the quotes. Long time ago, too. Top Gun 2, which I've been waiting for for two years now, it seems, is scheduled to come out May 27th this year. Cool. for now. It <laughs> when I was graduating high school, they were like, Top Gun 2 is coming out. <laughs> I know. All right, is that it? Let's do another one. Number two. So just in case, this is something you need to know, ransom payments are tax deductible. <laughs> so if someone has your computer on lock and you have to pay a ransom? Yeah, you just have to show something like a police report as proof of your loss. You know what's funny? I go right to digital. I yeah. went to human. I went to kidnapping. And you guys went to human. Yeah. Like, I was already thinking, oh, Lunchbox is going to fake a kidnapping with his wife to d- deduct it from his taxes. <laughs> Give it to his accountant. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I was thinking when people take over your computer, like, ransomware oh, type wow. stuff, and they're like, okay, well, we'll let you back in for $20,000. Yeah. Or we're just going to release all your information to the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both are awful. But, hey, tax deductible. Hey. That's right. <laughs> Number one. I'm sharing this because I didn't know it either. And Hugh Jackman said he didn't know that a wolverine was a real animal until he got to the set of X-Men. 
If I if you were to ask me if a wolverine was a real animal, I think I would say yes, but I would not be so sure. Well, he said he thought it was a character like based on a wolf, but totally fiction. And I agree. Half I wolf, no half fiend, right? I, I looked <laughs> them up. Exactly. They're, they're super cute and they're commonly found in Alaska and Canada. Aww. It looks like the mix of a bear and like a a, a wolf. Mm. Ish. Yeah, they have a wolfish like face. Like a ferret. But Looks softer. like a bear and a ferret. <laughs> Wait, yeah. they're not yeah. found in Michigan? They're cute. Why As Michigan? The Michigan Wolverines. The Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, right. Why is Michigan? Why is it their mascot? I have no idea. I didn't live down there. I lived eight hours north of that, so I really have no idea if there's Wolverines anywhere. You can drive eight hours in the state of Michigan, and you're very close to Canada. You can drive twelve. Wow, it's really? that it's that tall, I didn't huh? Know it's that that, that long. Okay. But there are no Razorbacks really in Arkansas either. There are no pigs. To be fair, there are pigs, but not. There aren't a lot of wild razorbacks. It's not huh. because the, the animal's there. It's because they used to be called the Cardinals. And then the coach said, hey, you're playing like a, a bunch of wild razorbacks. And they changed the name. Well, you guys are all fakes then. Because there are a lot of cowboys in Dallas. Okay. My, both my <laughs> high school mascot and my college mascot are not real things. The Aggie? Yeah. Texas Ana Maggie. You guys are yeah. agriculture people. We're the Aggies. That's true. You are yeah. agriculture yes, you are humans. Yeah. And then I went to Austin High School and we were the Austin High Maroons. And the maroon is a spirit. Oh. It's a big fluffy maroon ball. <laughs> From Fact Friday. Yay! All right. Hit me with the voicemail. I need some advice. I'm getting married August of this year. I am still perplexed on should I get a DJ or a actual live band. So just really wanted to get your advice. All right. Let me know what you think. Thanks. If I were to pick and I had to pick one, I would pick a DJ. I know that's not the most popular thing to pick, but the DJ, you know the music's going to be good and you can pick any music you want. Mm. I love a DJ more than I love a live band because a live band is limited by human capacity. How many songs they know, how good they are. You may get a great live band. The DJ will probably be cheaper, too, so you can oh, put yeah. the money into other parts of the wedding. Yes. But I enjoy a DJ more than I do a live band if all things are equal. But the band that played your wedding was legit. They were great. <laughs> they were awesome. And so was the DJ. <laughs> I was blessed. I got to have both. Uh, but if I'm picking, it's just a DJ. You? Same DJ. Yeah. Eddie, you? Uh, D- DJ is much cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper and, yeah. again, they can play anything. Yes. And at my wedding, we had a DJ and a band, uh, but I couldn't have Ronnie Dunn sing with the DJ. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah. weird. He just plays a Brooks and Dunn instrumental. No. Karaoke tracks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hit it, boys. <laughs> hit it, boy. Hit it, dude. Um, so yeah, I would go DJ all the way. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So an Indiana couple decided they want to do a photo shoot to show their friends and family that they were opting not to have kids. So a lot of people do a photo shoot once they find out they're pregnant. Maybe you have a little onesie in the picture. Well, they decided to hold up a pair of underwear and on the underwear it says snip, snip. <laughs> and then instead of a pregnancy test, it was a pair of scissors and they were sharing with the world that they had a vasectomy and they are two people that don't want children. <laughs> funny. So don't ask yeah. them. <laughs> I think they're just being fun. They did it. But I think they're just being funny more than we need to share this announcement <laughs> with the world. Yeah, well, I'm sure they get a lot of questions like, oh, when are y'all going to have kids? Well, now they're you like, know. okay, well, here's our announcement. <laughs> but I don't think the people that normally ask them would even see this. Mm. You know, what are the odds that everybody sees every single picture you put up? <laughs> I do think that it's just, just them being funny about it. But hey, good for them. If they want it, you can always reverse one now. That's true. 
If you do decide you, you want to have snip. kids later, you they can reverse their it. mind. Yeah. Did you see the one uh, thing that went viral on TikTok of a girl like she's 19 and then her parents sat her down to tell her that her 13 year old brother is actually her twin because he was a frozen embryo for five years? <gasps> what on earth? <laughs> huh? Wow. That's a discussion. That's a story. She should have led with that one. That was good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dang. It's, I mean, so now the debate is is it actually really her twin yes. or is it a brother? But yeah. yeah. If, wow. Like, since they came from the same embryo, then. That's a yeah. Amazing. They just weren't in the womb at the same time. Dang, that's baller. All right, what else? <laughs> uh, speaking of kids, Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard were talking about how they share a bedroom with their kids. In our bedroom, you know, the girls sleep on the floor of our bedroom. And a few nights ago, I smell a really raunchy smell. And I'm like, who's farting? Uh-oh. Right. You and, go to the obvious first. Right. All three of them are like, sorry, it's me. Does anybody here sleep with their kids or have that issue? It's a weird clip to come out of. (laughs) All three of them said me. (laughs) Have the issue of... Sleeping with their kids. We do sometimes. Like, well, a lot of times. My son slept with me last night. But, you know. Do they sleep in the bed? Not our daughter. My son did last night. I mean, it's kind of just a thing we have to... We used to, like, not. But then we've learned through some, like, therapy. It's actually not that bad. And it could be really comforting to... Our child, so mm-hmm. we do allow it. But Sometimes some I show up, knock on Amy's door. You got room for me? <laughs> oh, come on, Bobby. Come uh, on. Eddie, you kids? Ever- nah, I don't really want to talk about it. Why? <laughs> Every single one has done it, and it drives me nuts. It's just a part of it. My wife just wants them all sleeping in the bed, and they make their way. We make it to the point where they can actually sleep in their bed, go to sleep in their bed, but somewhere 2 a.m., 3 a.m., they end up in our bed. Do you ever roll six deep? No. No, oh, at the same time. No, no, no. It's usually just one at a time. No. But what if? But the sun and the moon to... never line up perfectly. Never. Where through the night, all six of them. No, I would lose it. Your daddy's going to the couch if that ever happens. Okay. Uh, Amy, what else? Just a cool story from Dolly Parton's Dollywood. If you work there, they are willing to now cover tuition for all employees who want to further their education. It can actually even be your first day of work there, and they'll do it. You don't, like, you can go to work there to get this education, um, tuition and books and all that. Lunchbox gets a job there so we can get his final three hours. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I'm writing it down. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Oh, great yeah, story. Super cool. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A couple in Northern California went up to their cabin in the woods, and they all will spend a few days. Well, then a big snowstorm hits. Like, we better get out of here. They try to drive down the road. Oh, there's trees down. They go back to the cabin. Oh, we'll just wait it out. Just kept snowing. They've been stranded there two months. Wow. What? Where are they? They got to be in, Can- like, Northern Canada yeah, or something. Sierra right? County, so Sierra Mountains, and they were running out of food, so they contacted police. They tried to get up the road. Too many downed trees because of snow. They had to send a helicopter in. Drop the rope down. People had to climb up there with their dog, and they flew them to safety. It's crazy they they snowed that much. Yeah. And they couldn't get out. Wild. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, at that point, I'm probably out hunting and killing bear and wearing the fur. Oh, yeah. I'm probably fully transformed into (laughs) wearing the fur. Yeah, I'd probably kill it with a knife. And then wear the fur as clothes. Yellow jacket. You'd totally do that. But Amazon's still dropping off deliveries. No one can get in or out, but they have no idea how those Amazon packages are on their front doorstep. All right, uh, good story. We love a good rescue story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up, Dustin Lynch will be here in studio. He's got a new album out today. He also wants to be a pilot. He's training for it. I need to have a a hard conversation with him. 
an uncomfortable conversation. I'm worried about his life. Uh, Dustin Lynch coming up in a little bit. Speaking of celebrities, Amy told us maybe last week or early this week that Patricia Heaton, the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond, was just at a coffee shop you went to. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Really cool. I'd have been starstruck. Yeah, I'm so much so that there, I thought, no way, it's her. Raymundo raises you. Oh. He sees your Patricia Heaton. Raymundo saw what he says is a bigger TV star in town. Who was it? John Stamos from Full House. Wow. wow. He wins. You know, I think it's closer than you think, though. Uncle Jesse? Yeah, you guys Uncle Jesse wins, but Raymond was massive. Yeah, you're massive. Right, you're right. And later. And, and still later. so funny. Where'd you see Uncle Jesse? He was out at the bar. He was at Tootsie's. He's in the VIP stop area. It, stop it. Why? Are you sure it was him? Oh, it was definitely. I got a picture I can show you guys. But yeah, he was uh, partying it up. He had a show in town. Maybe oh, the Beach Boys? Yeah. He plays oh, he's playing the Beach Boys? Mm-hmm. Were people going up to him or was he pretty roped off? Kind of. He was VIP. And it was like behind the band. So it was like him and a couple chicks, a couple dudes. That was about it. He parted with chicks and dudes? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like friends? What'd he look like? Could be. Exact same. He hair, looks exa- I believe it. He like does. hasn't aged. Long hair, jet black, still got a tan. I was like, does he look like a good looking older guy or a good looking guy? Good looking older dude. I mean, he's obviously got some wrinkles, but. If you were to see him walk down the street, would you be like, that's a good looking older dude? Or would you be like, that's a good looking guy? Good looking older dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, he's whatever, 25, 30 years older than when he was in that show. Was everyone like pointing and looking up there? No, no. I mean, everybody really at that bar was into the band at Tootsie's. They don't really go for that. But always there's VIPs behind, so. And he plays the drums for Beach Boys. Yes, Beach correct. Boys. He does guitar, too. He does? Yeah. Did you go to the Beach Boys show? No, but I just looked up why oh. the heck he was in town. How did you know he plays guitar, too? And I saw it online. Oh. <laughs> don't get mad at me, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Where do bad rainbows go? Where do bad rainbows go? Prism. But it's a light sentence. (laughs) Prism. I like it. That was the morning corny. The Friday morning conversation. With Dustin Lynch. He's like a new man. He's always been successful, but now he's wildly successful. There he is, Dustin Lynch. Come on over here. Okay. You get to sit in the big chair. I've never had these cool headphone deals. Dustin, can I look you in the eyes now that you're a massive, massive superstar with a record-setting song? (laughs) Man, super cool. Thank you guys, by the way, for our chat the other day. Uh, He came on as our mystery guest, which, by the way, to come on Uh, as a mystery guest, it takes humility to do that because you're going on. You woke up in the morning, you talked to us, and then you just sat there and let us be idiots. And (laughs) That was the best interview ever, right? He he was like, yes. I literally just, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't give you any more help than I did. That's okay. Uh, Dustin Lynch is here, which, by the way, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the new record, Blue in the Sky, in just a minute. I do have a couple questions, though, about this song, thinking about you. If you're driving in your truck and this song comes on the radio, do you... Keep it on and sing along to it. Keep it on and just listen to it and go, ah, or go, you know what? I want to change it. What do you do if the song comes on? I crank it up. You do turn I it up? I still do, yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter which which song I'm on. I, I do not get out. Like if, if I'm parking, it's time to get out. I'm, I'm staying in the truck. You will still listen to the radio. Until it's over, absolutely. Pull that microphone a little closer to you. For some reason, we have it set up there. Did this song feel more massive to you? Um, I had the same gut feeling I had with, with Small Town Boy. I, I, as soon as we recorded the demo, I go, oh, that feels like a hit. You don't know they're going to be accepted and, and loved on as much as, uh, you know, Think About You and Small Town Boy has, has been. Um, 
to have a six week number once. Nothing. It's it's nothing that you can prepare for. And how about the situation? Because on the record, Lauren sang it right. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't able to come out as a single because of release schedules. Right. So you do a random search. You listen to people without knowing who is singing, right? Yep. Make sure I get my story right. Yeah. You find Mackenzie Porter. How fortunate for her that you pick her and then the song is massive because it's kind of launched her career. It, it's definitely uh, got her in front of a lot of eyes and ears. There's no doubt about it. And, and I have so much fun following Mackenzie and her journey now because she's out with Walker Hayes opening for him. And uh, she's she's always posting, think about you, you know, the crowd singing it back. And, and I remember that, that feeling the first time when, when that happened for me on my first tour. So it's it's fun to follow along, and, and I, I wish her the best. Do you let her sing that song at her shows? Oh, yeah. She can sing the whole song, even the parts that you do. Yeah, yeah, I think she sings both parts, yeah. And does she pay you via Venmo every single time <laughs> that she does that? <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't got any money from her yet, but she's a very good gift giver. Uh, Dustin Lynch is here. The new record, Blue in the Sky, is out today. It's your fifth studio album. Uh, what is different about this record? Because obviously you're maturing as an artist and a person, but how did you take that step musically here? Um, I was The process of writing this album and recording it uh, was, was new because I was in a relationship when I started it, went through a breakup, and then came out on the other side of that knowing a lot more about myself. And so... Um, to me, this album is very optimistic because of that. I feel like I know what I want out of life. Um, no regrets from that relationship at all uh, for uh, hopefully both sides. Um, no, we hear she regrets it. Just in case <laughs> but, you're wondering, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's a very optimistic sounding feeling uh, album to me just because I think that's where I'm at. What did you learn about yourself from this past relationship? Not anything about her, but like you're again, you're getting older. We all go through relationships that don't work, and hopefully, we grow from them. Yeah. What did you learn? What you wanted more? Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, you know we were first forced to live together uh, because of COVID, and so uh, you know she moved in with me. So that was a wonderful learning experience on how to coexist with someone. Um, it's been a long time since I've had you know roommates, so that was uh, that was a fun journey, and and yeah, I, I absolutely learned a lot about myself. And so any of these songs specifically based on the breakup? Uh, he's smiling. He's thinking right now. <laughs> right now the wheels are turning. Well, there's I, – I, I don't feel bad, but but breaking on a beach is is literally the how it went down. Okay. Let me listen to this. Hold on. Let's listen. Well, I want to listen to the know. words here. Yes, he said it went – Ray, can you start it over? I want to be – everybody quiet, please. Dustin Lynch is here. Let me hear the words of this song. Why'd you have to break it on a beach? Drive like a bottle. Now every time I see white sand, blue water, I'm sitting there missing your body. Where I ought to be getting on my party. Now I can't drink pina coladas. That's what I always got us. I just wish you had done it somewhere I don't love to be. If you had to break my heart, baby, why'd you have to break it on a beach? Now, without getting too into it, because you're into it there. I mean, you did you get dumped on a beach? I well, I I did the dumping. So, why, but you said uh, why'd you have to break it on a beach? Well, I had to ride it from so you're singing, my shoes, but her shoes. It, it's, got it. Okay. I wrote it from her shoes, I guess. Um, of course, oh, I'm should have sang it higher. So. Why'd you have to break it on a beach? <laughs> no, but but I was actually um, I had made my mind up. You know, it was time to move on, and and believe it or not, the breakup happened on a riding retreat. At, at the beach, yeah. At the beach, are you mature enough to do it in person? Absolutely, yeah. We went on a like a okay, we got you. a lot of steps in that day. It was a long walk, um, a lot of conversation and explanation on my end, and yeah. So I was talking about thinking about you a second ago, but this record, Mackenzie's on the record. Yeah, 
different than the. It's just a whole. It's the same song, but you're now putting it on a record. Am I right? Yeah, we this? just wanted it to live. It's such such a huge song for us. We wanted it to, to land somewhere, so it just made sense to put on this album. I do want to put Hunt and Land with Riley Green up. Ray, play a little bit of this for me. Put out the beer in the headlights when he told me about a couple thousand acres up in Kentucky, little slice of heaven out in God's country. Break her heart, lose a farm and a part of my 12-point plan. So I'm about to bullet hold it. And nobody kills more things than Riley Green. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've learned that. So that's <laughs> So you call Riley up and say, "Hey, I got this song. You want to hop on it?" How's that I work? mean, he's he's literally the when you write a song called Hunting Land, um, I immediately go, "Yeah, this is for Riley. Hopefully, he'll say yes to doing this." And it was a fun song to write. We kind of wrote it as a joke about one of my buddies. He's he's got a wife that uh, her dad has a lot of farmland in Kentucky, so that's what we wrote that one about. I remember last year we were talking to you because maybe you were doing Crash My Playa the last year. When did you get hit in the face with that beer can? <laughs> yeah, that would have been, uh, that was actually in Niceville, Florida at the Mullet Festival. Oh, it wasn't you, at you Crash My Playa? No, it wasn't at Playa. So when you got hit with that beer can, but how long ago was that before I get to my question? 13 or 14. It's been that long? On, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Doesn't that feel like... Oh, he's like, so last year the in The other day... <laughs> <laughs> um, do people throw stuff on stage normally at those? I asked because I saw you at Crash My Playa again. Yeah. Those outdoor shows, beachy, are people just chunking beach balls and stuff up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, boots, hats to sign. And it seems dangerous. Oh, it is because yes. we've got bright lights on our face. We can't see anything, really. Yeah, especially know. if it's at n- especially nighttime. Everybody's it, probably like, this dude can't catch worth a flip, but you can't see it coming. Just getting <laughs> nailed. The Friday Morning Conversation with Dustin Lynch. You're trying to be a pilot? I am. Why? Working away. Why? Uh, new challenge, fun. Oh, you're gonna die. I, I <laughs> you're gonna die. You're just gonna die. It's just crazy. I mean, my mom's does, gonna drive up here and kick your butt yeah. now. And I that. love your mom. And let me just say, <laughs> Dustin, you're starting to make it right. Like you're start, you, like make it, make it. You've been making it, but now it's like you're climbing to that next level. Where now, since you have it all, you've got to do crazier things to find fulfillment. Don't make <laughs> it fly. Not, that's not it. It that's is it. it. You want to fly a plane. Um, Let the professionals fly a plane. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can do that too. But but I think I, I'm way more comfortable oh. flying commercial and private now because I know how to take off and land one. That's okay. But So like you could take over if the pilots both had heart attacks. <laughs> yes, for sure. Where are I you in this just... saga of you... Um, I'm at a very scary moment because my, my instructor told me two days ago that um, we're one lesson away from him jumping out and me getting to solo. Jumping out as in he's not going to go up with you or he's literally going to jump out? No. Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to probably do a couple a couple landings with me and then open the door and say, all right, you got this. Go for it. And that's when it's going to get real. I am scared to fly. I fly 100 plus times a year, right? I'm scared, yep. scared to fly. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I have no interest in it. I hate it. Were you scared to fly at all? And is that why you pursued this, or is it always just something fun to you? It's been fun. Oh. Yeah, it really has. I enjoy. Um, I enjoy flying. I enjoy the view. And what really kind of pushed me was we weren't touring, so it's like okay, let's pick up a new hobby. And I have uh, I have some farms that are tough to get to, driving or flying commercially. So. Get a little plane. I can get in and out to. to You're my not phone. scared that Easier. one of these engines is going to go out, and you have to make an emergency decision. Well, my plane has. Um, it's a Cirrus, so it's, it's, it's got, got a parachute. parachute. I don't care. Yeah. 
I didn't like parachuting as a human. I did that once too. <laughs> well, Hated I, it. I, I'm not about to jump out of a plane, but but my plane has one. If something goes completely crazy, um, but but after getting into it, I realized how much time you have if you properly, you know, even if engine cuts and and you simulate engine cutoffs and, and you do those simulations when you're practicing, so you can. But a simulation's not the same thing. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, but still, I mean, you can you can land a plane a lot of places. I'm nervous, and I hope this never gets played back. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, yeah, I've been holding my breath since you said. I know. I'm just scared awful. for him. I. Are you scared for Dirks? No, because that that was a little bit before Dirks and I became buddies. <laughs> he was already doing it. Yeah, I'm watching you real time become a pilot, and it's scary to me. <laughs> well, I'm. Thank you for your concern. But um, and I, I'm going to keep on going. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amy, anything you want? Your husband's a pilot. Anything you want to say to him? Give him some sort of safety tip or something. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean. I, maximum I, amount of drinks? I'm, maximum amount of drinks? Yeah, the answer is zero. No, going yeah, out. no drinks, yeah. obviously. But yeah, just study as much as you possibly can. I mean, the amount of times I saw my husband studying and he was an Air Force pilot yeah. was like, I was like, you've flown the plane a million times. Like, why are you still reading? He's like, you never know what could go wrong. Obviously, he was more in high-stress situations. Mm-hmm. But We're I'd all actually, stressful if the engine goes out. Every <laughs> the plane you have, I've actually flown in. Um, and my job was to, if something were to happen to my husband, pull down that red thing that releases the chute. Oh, yep. great. Amy's so, now a pilot. Um, <laughs> Amy's a pilot, too. <laughs> you oh, know, like, and you just be in touch with my air traffic control. Do you, does it make you feel different about turbulence? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when you're in a smaller plane, you're getting tossed around. It's fun to me. It's like roller coaster up oh there. Oh, um, but the difference is, if the roller coaster falls and crashes to the ground, you're going to perish. And a roller yeah. co- and a car, that's not going to happen. I w- I can, can we offer him encouragement though? To, no, I want um, him to stop. To yes, like uh, the time my husband was on a, a a single engine prop plane and the propeller flew off, it departed the aircraft, and he wow. was flying through the mountains. It, he was in upstate New York, and literally there was m- mountains and, like, roads, trees. Like, there was no options, and the airport mm. was too far. So air traffic control had him land in a lake that likely had no humans had never been in it. And he turned into a bird, and he was able to fly down and then just, like, psh, landed perfectly on the water. And so that's a s- success story of, yeah. like, exactly what you're saying. Like, if you know what you're doing yeah. and you've simulated it, you know how to make it a bird, and you just coast— and then hopefully don't tip the wings too far either way and land on the water. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, so, I mean, man. that's if it happens And then he swims others. away? Well, there was no, he had to, his scratches, he actually was fine from the crash. Well, he doesn't like, he likes to call it a controlled landing. Controlled and landing, And yeah. when he got out, the shore was so like j- trees and different things. His scratches all came from climbing to shore. Gotcha. And then a Blackhawk helicopter had to come get him. Wow. So. And no Blackhawks come get wow. you around here. He said that was oh, a serious You're going to be fine. You're good at everything, which is I'll, I'll, I'll talk about how annoying it is. You're a great athlete. Yeah. Great artist. I'm sure you're going to be a great pilot. I'm just scared of flying, so I'm projecting that. Yeah. Okay? Well, my mom is definitely afraid of flying, and for whatever reason, she said that she's going to get in and go with me now. So, so she's supporting her, her son. Yes. She can be in up. charge of the red I'm sure down. it's completely exactly. safe. But <laughs> let's not find more dangerous hobbies because you're now making it and you have to find other things to do. Okay. Don't be one of these stories where the guy's testing out bulletproof vests and letting people shoot. Well, can we talk about you going around and doing crazy stuff all over the world? I was getting paid to Mr. do Bear that. Mr. Bear Grylls? I was getting paid to, well, that, that, I mean, I guess we got paid for that. But yes, that was a show, but I was perfectly protected. I was with an expert. Gotcha. 
And yes, go ahead. He'll probably, he said he likes the views. There's probably so much inspiration that comes from you flying up there. Like you're going to, ultimately it'll impact you as a creative. Yeah. And it's, you're basically get paid for it. In return, like once you're you're inspired up there in the sky. For sure. Seg- this segment has made me sad and scared. So I want to move. <laughs> I want to rotate off of this. Uh, I was looking at kind of your, your music history. You have eight number ones, um, but you also have Cowboys and Angels, which was number two, which still may be one of your biggest songs. But what I want to do is I want to play a game here where without the music, can you go the start of your songs? Without the music leading you in, if I were to go, what are the first lyrics to where it's at? It ain't in a high rise looking for a good time. Mind reader. How'd you know to wear hair like that? How'd you know to turn up that song? Uh, small town boy. <laughs> He's got nothing. <laughs> I'm a dirt road in the headlights. I'm doing better. I'm a dirt road there you go. You in the headlights. Is it weird that you don't know them immediately without the music? Yeah, I had to literally sing myself the hook to, to get to that one. Oh, so you went to the hook first and then back? Well, sorry, the uh, the intro. The um, okay, lyric. riding roads. It's town I got no nightclubs. Uh, hell of a night. All we need is a July hot Saturday night. Okay, now he's now he's loose. He's now he's warm. <laughs> now he's got it all. Uh, I want to play a little bit from the new album. This is uh, "Stars it. Like Confetti." Yeah. Uh, Thomas Rhett, one of the writers of this song. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a little bit first. How does that song get to you? Um. You know, I think that's a silver lining of 2020. Thomas was, was you know, TR and I were both at home. Um, and he moved pretty close to where I record all my stuff. Um, at my producer's house, they're pretty much next door neighbors. So he popped over, and uh, that's why that song happened. Do you have your phone with you? I do. Okay, don't pull it out yet. Amy, let's play a game called What's on Dustin Lynch's Lock Screen. Let's all guess and see if we can name. Oh, got cool. it. Hey, got it. Are you, it's not like your butt or anything, right? Like you can show us. Yeah, yeah. I can okay, show you. good. He pulls it out. It's him naked. It's like, <laughs> okay, what's on Dustin Lynch's lock screen? I don't know the answer. To I know. This. I mean, well, since his new, new hobby's flying, like oh. it could be something to do because he's like manifesting. Like I'm gonna pass the test. Okay. He's not officially a pilot yet. What are you predicting? Something airplane, airplane related. related. Eddie? No, no, no. D- Dustin is a nature guy. He yeah. likes to be outdoors. So I I picture like a nice tree or something <laughs> or something very uh, okay. pretty. So you're going woods. Yes, nature-ish. I'm going beach. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I'm going to go beach. Wow. Beach theme. All of these things are weirdly. But he, but he got, he, he has the breakup on the beach. It's not. No, but he loves the beach. He's the mayor of Playa. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, lunchbox. It's his mom. <laughs> That's what's on Which his is lock why screen. they broke up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Morgan. I feel like it could be a dog on some level. A maybe, dog? Yeah, like oh. maybe a dog hunting, hunting with a dog. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Can, okay. Can we see your phone? Yes. Let me make sure who's on here first. Is someone right? Let's well, see. weirdly enough, let me get all these messages. Oh, yeah, is someone right? Don't tell us who, but is someone right? Weirdly enough, you guys are kind of all around it. It's not exact. But there's some flying involved, the beach is involved, and nature is involved. Where's your mom? Where's there's the no, photo there's from? There's no mom and there's no dog. Oh. Ha. All right, it is. It's uh, a dude jumping off of a, a wave on a surfboard. That's oh. beach. That's beach. <laughs> oh, the nature's that's gotta in the be back, No, no, no. That's Come on, guys. I mean, surfboard. Look at who's that. the guy? Scuba, yeah. you're the judge. Can you see this? Am I holding this the right way? It looks, it looks yeah. like a backwards S, so it's hard it's to see. It's a guy jumping yeah. off. He's, he's on a surfboard. So he's got a surfboard oh, over his head. I see the surfboard head. now. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah. 
So. Oh, I said the beach, yeah. So I, I, I guess in theory everyone is correct. No, no, no! <laughs> I said beach! <laughs> oh, but okay, but there is no airplane though, so actually Amy's wrong. Yeah. So yeah, so actually actually, the only one right is Bobby. Thank Bobby you. got the beach. Thank okay. you. Come Good on, time for me. Job, Thank awesome. you. Well, who's Good the guy guessing. though? Yeah, who's is the, that like a stock image? Like your I, yeah, it is. I don't even remember where I found this. <laughs> I've had this. Stock for... image? <laughs> <laughs> is that, that's your, like, what do you have that on there for? Like to remember to just fly? Or be yourself, or be free. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's time to update I'm, that picture, buddy. We need to fix that. Why? What's wrong Listen, with my phone background? Hey, you know, years go, it's ago, like Walmart in a frame. It's just random that, families. I mean, that makes me feel good right there. Yeah. Okay. I love to surf. Okay, so years ago, Dirks was on Bobby Bobbycast, <laughs> and he said that when he was wanted a certain plane or something that he made that plane like his password. Yeah. So it like he had to type it in every day as like a manifestation type thing. I like, like that. You, you what should, should mine be? I know. I feel like we need to. I don't know. They have you this, have your pilot's license. Do you have a license? Do you have um, a license? Like a card? Yeah. Is a pilot's license like, like a driver's license? I don't know. Or is it just somebody holding your heart? It's a logbook. Yeah. It's yeah, a logbook and, your, and a. Uh, Lame. I don't know. Lame. Um, I know this song, Pasadena. It's on the new record. Yeah. How do I know this song? Uh, um, Bobby Cast. Oh, you played it? Yeah. You came over to the house? It's the only time we've ever played that song. It was on the the, uh, Twitch show. That's right. Oh, cool. I knew I knew it and heard it, and I was like, am I having some weird deja vu? Okay, turn it up. This is uh, Dustin Lynch, Pasadena. Maybe we should stay a while, see where it leads us. I think we got something cool between us. We got two more nights before leaving Pasadena. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I love uh, that song. Dustin Lynch has got a new record out today. 12 songs, Blue in the Sky. I hope all of you guys go and check it out. Um, do you want them to listen to it front to back? Be sporadic? Sporadic. I think sporadic will work, but front to back makes sense. Did you put all the songs together? For a reason by each other? Um, just because they flow uh, they flow better. You know, certain songs, you don't want them sounding the same tempo key. You want it to flow. Same with the set list. Um, you don't want there to be like awkward, kind of glitchy things. So, yeah, we listen down and make sure it flows. If I start this party mode, song one, at the exact time The Wizard of Oz starts, will it play through and show it? You have no idea what I have no idea what that means. Oh, man. That That was cool. Wow. What a great question. It totally went completely (laughs) in. So. (laughs) I'm clueless. Pink Floyd. Okay. Did an album. Got it. And if you started it, it it ran along with The Wizard of Oz. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, wow. I've never heard that. Mm -hmm. Are there any songs that we can backward mask on this? That you play, we play backward and it's sending messages to other people not that i know of mm. the beatles pro- did that yeah, my producer is some evil genius or backward dustin's like no nah, i'm not gonna do it oh, it's gosh. satanic oh, i ain't doing that what whenever you include songs that are about other people like in this case the breaking up on a beach like do you right. do you especially if you reverse the story it, do you have to let the do you let the person know or do you let them hear it before it comes out or how does that conversation go because i'm sure it's been in other song albums too i haven't um <gasps> think cool. about Classic. Interesting. <laughs> Have you thought about how that might hit Classic. her? I honestly don't think she's going to listen to this album. I think okay. she's over me. Um, okay, that that makes sense. But think about you has bits and pieces of past relationships and where people ended up in life. But you so, don't you don't talk you don't tell them heads up. 
No, okay. no, no, no. I'm just curious. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if they, you know, if they're just doing life and here on the radio, and be like, I wonder if that's about me. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she like, hears that. There's well, no wait. wonder. She's like, well, wait a second. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Somebody right now listening knows her and is oh, for no. sure gonna text her now. Oh, so, hi, whoever hi. that is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dustin, it's great to see you. We always love when you come in. You, we've shared a lot today. He's flying. <laughs> There's not a real pilot's license, which I'm stunned by. It's just basically a book. Well, if, yeah. well, he'll have a like a thing, with the, like a yeah. You get your certificate, but mm-hmm. a certificate. I want a card yeah. <laughs> with a picture on it that says I can fly. And then you should get like uh, to have a pilot's license. You should get a discount to sit in first class. Don't you think? That's a great idea. Yeah, so you're closer. So you're to closer the to the flight deck. To the flight deck. Mm-hmm. You call it a cockpit or a flight deck? Flight deck. Yeah. Classic. See, we're PC. Yeah. I just keep saying classic for no reason. All right, Dustin Lynch, you got a new a new album out today. Great to see you. Thank you guys for having me Let's on. Let's all clap our hands for the guy who, every time he comes in, the interviews get better and better. Yeah. Listen, I've also seen you mm-hmm. relax and just let your walls down and share your story with us now. You know, I guess maybe because you have success and you know, you know, ain't, ain't no taking that away. You're just going to be you. I like that. Well, uh, you know, I think we've all evolved, right? Uh, you were really awkward your first interview in here years ago. I never was. No, I'm. You'd have a clue who I was. That's true, but that, <laughs> dang, that was more on you than me. All right, there he is. <laughs> Dustin Lynch, everybody. <laughs> Would you want cameras in your kids' classrooms, Amy, so you could watch? No. No, I'm not going to watch my kids at school. That seems a little excessive. Okay, not to watch like it's your favorite TV show, but to check in on. No, because I trust the teachers to be able to handle that. No. Eddie, how old? Like, you talking like the teenagers or just the little kids? Because the teenagers, ah, who cares? I feel like they're fine. But the little kids, I feel like I'd like to see them just because I miss them. What? (laughs) They're like, oh, there he is. A recently proposed law in Iowa would require public schools to install cameras in K-12 classrooms, allowing parents to watch live footage. Would you support or oppose such a law in your state? I mean, I I don't have to oppose it because if other parents want it, but I just don't know that I would log in. Support, oppose. I'm just going to sit with those two. Support or oppose. If it's on the ballot, you have to vote one way or the other. Go. Okay, support. Eddie? Yeah, support. I'd like to check in, see how they're doing. You know, everybody would be on such better behavior. And you know so many clips would be going viral because there would just be so much more footage of kids being jerks. Do you remember when they said they put cameras in the buses? Oh, yeah, you acted great until you realized it was a lie and there were no cameras in the buses. <laughs> yes. We were perfect behavior. Like, just we did not misbehave ever. It looked like a little mirror box up there. It was there. just a box with a mirror. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, we got cameras. Then once we knew it was a lie, because someone always talked, <laughs> nobody cared anymore. Did you ever ride the bus? Yeah, all till, the time. Till what grade? Uh, high school. All the way till ninth grade. Even in ninth grade, I had to ride it a few times, but then thankfully some older kids in my neighborhood would take me. Because my school was not convenient to my house, so. Did you ride the bus? Yeah, of course. I, I live so close to the school, I rode my bike starting in like second, third grade, though. So occasionally I would have to ride a bus, but mostly I rode my bike, laid it up, pinned it up beside the building, went to class every single day. I know. I feel, it's like my kids, they don't know, especially because they, they, they've never lived somewhere where they could ride a bus or go to school like that. And so they just have no idea. And sometimes I'm like, y'all don't even know what it's like to have to wake up in the morning, put on your backpack, oh, and walk gosh. to the bus stop oh, and boy, stand there on your Jeez. own. How hard that was. But yes, yes, both ways, uphill. That's who you're becoming. Yeah, That's who I am you're becoming. Because yes. it's like. Oh. They have no clue, right, Amy? Uh, no clue. We ha- yes, we had to start doing like a ride share program recently. My daughter was like, what? Nobody can just take me? And I'm like, no, this is like, do you realize I used to ride the bus? 
a bus to school every day. But that Ugh. sounds lame to a kid. Yeah. Well, and plus, they just if they had been exposed to it, then it would be normal. But they just haven't. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. You know, if you're a Bengals fan, you haven't won in a long time. Like, they're not a team that's known for winning Super Bowls, right? Okay. Do you yeah. know that? No. No. Uh, so when the Bengals beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, which is the game that got them to the Super Bowl, big deal. And this guy was 86 years old. His name is Jim. Was super emotional about it. His granddaughter, Lizzie, posted a video of him getting emotional. And again, he's almost 90 years old. People were like, how can we send him to see the Bengals play in the Super Bowl? So... She set up a GoFundMe. $42,000 was raised for this guy. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Why are you angry? 40, okay, listen. You said 42000 right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't cost $42,000 to go to a Super Bowl. But that many people wanted to give. Jim, this guy was there at the Bengals' very first game in the NFL in 1968. Oh, wow. What a cool moment. Mm-hmm. They lost that game to the Chiefs. Which he saw the Bengals beat the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. And so now he's going to go to the Super Bowl. He has $42,000. But tickets are like five, six, seven thousand. dollars Isn't it the most expensive Super okay. Bowl? Okay, so that's $14,000. Where, where is that? Okay, that's mm-hmm. not $20,000. Yeah, the Salt Bay to get him to come out and put salt, salt on, at the Bay restaurant. with a steak. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he's going to have... Gold-plated ribeye. And teeth. Grill. Like a new um, jersey. <laughs> Yes. New outfit. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, now we're up to, uh, you know, a board eight and FC. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he could take, yes. he needs an escort. He has to take someone. He's gonna, oh, you no, mean just like, like a, a oh, I was like, he's I was like well, yeah, that's probably all the money if he could. <laughs> no, no, like his, his granddaughter or. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Yeah, we're going to LA. There okay. goes his 42,000. Yeah, there goes. No. You didn't have right. enough for tickets Never now. Mind. <laughs> Never mind, I'm right. That's right. About 42,000. Uh, so anyway, shout out to Jim Lipscomb, 86 years old, going to oh. go watch the Bengals in the Super Bowl because people were like, let's send them. Very I cool. thought that was a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, everybody? Let's go over and catch up on the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A survey found that one third of men put on weight during football season. Men pack on about 10 pounds during the entire NFL and college football season. 10 seems like a lot. I mean, that's what it is. I've gained about 10 pounds, and it's probably the football season. Yeah, I guess it's because y'all sit a lot, and then Chicken wings, beer. pizza, beer. I mean, no, no, I get it. I understand what is Ugh. happening, but 10 pounds is significant. <laughs> that's a lot well, of Well, football weight. season's long, and games are long. Every week, man. All the time. And it's like every night Yeah. at this yeah. point. Yes. It's Monday night, Monday night football. It's Thursday night. You know, Friday night, maybe catch a high school game. Yeah. There's some college games on Friday night, too. Saturdays, Saturdays all day. Sundays, then back again. <laughs> How do you expect us not to gain 10 pounds? Too much. Of the survey, 39% of guys over 30 said their guts were the number one thing that they would change about themselves and that they'd all gained weight during football season. What I do during big football or basketball games is I keep weights in the living room. And I work out during the game because I have so much energy. Mm. I have nervous energy. So I'm curling, I'm pushing up, I'm doing sit-ups. Otherwise, I'm going to go crazy and just explode. Oh, my, yeah. my head will explode. That's probably helpful for you mentally, for yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go. Guys, let's start doing that. Put I your, thought about put that. Put your weights <laughs> I thought about it. An unnamed Michigan lottery winner is thanking his lucky stars that he decided to open up his email. The man bought a few Fantasy Five tickets, checked them quickly, and determined he was a loser. He was wrong, though. He forgot to check the online tickets he'd also bought. Scrolling through his email, he saw something. Hey, uh, you won $430,000. There you go. That's from the Michigan Lottery. Of course it is. 
We could see a high-resolution image of a UFO within two years. Avi Loeb, a Harvard professor, said, We may be months away from seeing the first image detailed enough to have evidence that UFOs are alien spacecraft. Now, before you snicker or do that look that you just did, Amy, yeah. which you did, this is someone who specializes in this at Harvard. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm sure they've dedicated a lot of time and energy to it, and they might be right. I don't know. I just made a face. You made I'm, a face like I don't believe this. Am I not allowed to make a face? <laughs> this is from interestingengineering.com. He said, in the next couple of years, yeah. we should have our first image. Okay. Are they working on that HD image of Bigfoot, too? I'm, yeah. Because that one's always blurry. Yeah. Well, and the old Loch Ness Monster always that they blurry. sometimes get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like never HD. There are a few of those. Uh, finally, an employee of a Goodyear service center in Linden, New Jersey, called the police Monday morning after finding human teeth and hair in the grill of the car and undercarriage oh, of the car. Oh, that's awful. What do you think happened? Uh, Just think about it for a second. Someone left their wig and dentures. Wig and dentures. Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Eddie? Hit and run, man. Meaning? Hit and run. You hit, hit a human? Yes. And you ran? And their teeth and their hair got stuck? How else is it going to get there? Okay. And the it was real teeth and real hair, by the way, so it wasn't a wig. The woman who owns the car told employees she had felt something when she brought the car in. Oh. Police think that she had someone that was not alive on the New Jersey Turnpike because a body was discovered that had been run over multiple times. Oh, my gosh. Oh. They don't think the one who owned the car was aware of what she hit. No charges are pending against her, but had teeth and hair in it. Okay, That's yeah. from NBC New York. Oh, my God. I was hopeful for the other option, but... It wasn't. The wig and dentures. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. There's a story, the thing that people hate most about being at work is blank. Now, I'm not going to ask you about general people. I'm going to ask you about you. The thing you hate most about being at work is blank. Oh, we're doing it right now? <laughs> um, Sometimes it's a little, like, dirty. I Excuse me? At times. (laughs) Dirty in what way? I don't know. I cleaned up my station the other day, and I guess part of it's my fault, like papers everywhere, but I don't know, just some parts, just like, I try to go hang out in the glass room sometimes to get some work done, and there's just like blankets and shirts and stuff just everywhere. Messy or dirty? Okay, messy, but then sometimes a little bit of dirt, like, or dust. We should call it dust. So Lunchbox told me that he went behind your desk, and it's- Not anymore. I cleaned it. But he said it was a pig- no, it's all Dye. paper. Pig pen. Okay, but it's it disgusting. Lunchbox, can you go look at it right now? Okay, I cleaned right, it. Okay, right now. But average every week you go back there, there is about a stack of papers of about a thousand, and they're just all thrown on the ground. And I'm like, how does she live this way? Everybody gives me a hard time wow. for being messy. Wait, but she does it underneath her chair so no one sees it. I mean, it's like you can't even get in there. Mm-hmm. The chair so, has to be six feet back from the desk because there's mm-hmm. so many papers. Mm-hmm. And he's the dirtiest uh, person on the show yeah, going, how does she like, live like turn that? Turn around and look at his section. That's another part that I'm talking about. And while we're at this, now he's a reason why coming to work is difficult. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought you might lead, lead with that. Full no, because yeah. I wasn't even going to say that until this. He says, because I have stacks of papers, I'm disgusting. Also, Wait, wait, all gone. I have is so, paper, and you say I'm disgusting, but you, I mean, no, I have no. like 10 pieces of paper, and you say I'm rude? I mean, listen to your tone, young lady. <laughs> young lady. <laughs> okay. I mean, she's just not rational sometimes. The thing oh. that people hate most about being at their job, I'll do mine. It's early. Yeah. It's the morning. I mean, we're an hour away from the show being over, and I'm already exhausted. It's uh, it's not even 10 o'clock yet. I mean, yeah, true. It's a little, but I mean, we've been doing it for so long. It's just, it's it doesn't it make is. it better. No, it is not. It oh. still sucks. 
Okay. It is not. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm even more tired now. <laughs> okay. Uh, the top things that people say: one, being away from family. This is a pretty good job for that, though. Yeah, because they're asleep for part of it. So yeah, you know. I know, but we kind of miss that morning routine. But the, but you get for to be kids. there for the afternoon routine, which True. most people don't. True. Or we get out of the morning routine, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I like how you I guess it that, depends yeah. on how you look at it. Endless emails, which I don't think that happens here. Oh, yeah. I don't even check my work email. I don't either. I haven't checked in a year. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you. Honestly, most of our bosses know to just email my personal if they need me. Or long, pointless meetings, which we don't have those either. I mean, very anti-meeting. Yeah, I had a Zoom the other day that was... But that's like one. Mm-hmm. If you have one bad one a week, that's like, oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, very anti-meeting culture. Over on the phone is Jess in Arizona. Good morning, Jess. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. So I uh, listen to you guys consistently. I'm not going to say all the time, but consistently. And uh, we're, we're here in Tucson in our local station every February. Takes um, a set of ads from a local store that um, is adult in nature, okay. and as such, they generally play ads regarding um, adult undergarments that are edible, to which my nine-year-old turns to me and says, what is that, Mom? Mm-hmm. Fruit roll-up underwear. Like, oh. <laughs> hey, as a kid, <laughs> sounds awesome. Imagine if, as a kid, you heard about fruit roll-up underwear. You'd want it to, to go to school in. But I could imagine maybe oh, how boy. they're saying this. I have no, I don't know, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. How would they say it? Amy? Yeah, what's the commercial sound like? Uh, Jess, can you do the voice? They, yeah, they made it sound very much like uh, Eddie indicated his son thought of the gal holding the numbers during the boxing match. They oh. said it just like that. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. edible underwear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, yeah. is there and anything then, that you would like us to do with that? I, I would appreciate if you'd kind of, you know, hey, maybe we can PG these a little bit more during the school drive and you can up them once the kids are all at school. I mean, that's a valid concern mm-hmm. as a parent. Like, we keep our content on the show that way, so why wouldn't a station take that into consideration with a particular commercial? Mm-hmm. Something to yeah. Something to chew on, huh? <laughs> ah, I like that. That's good. Dang, bro. You, you, guys get it? you guys get that? Chew yeah, on the no, underwear. Get yeah, it. get it. That's what he's saying. But I mean... That's hilarious. I made yeah. the best one ever. I wonder if it slipped in there by mistake. Or no, she says it happens every February. Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah no, I get it. These, these I get the time of year. Store, yeah. But I mean, yeah, you would... I don't know. I could see how that's difficult. Well, let us address that, Jess. Well, in our next meeting... Bones, you call them up. What do you do? You're going to call the no. station up? I don't even know what commercials go on. <laughs> Sometimes on our podcast, all of a sudden, they'll be like, hey, vape something. And we'll get calls going, hey, do you have vape ads? I'm like, I do not. And I'll send a yeah. message and go, hey, that's not really in line. And they're like, well, this person's only getting it in this one spot because they must have searched for something vape. And it kind of- Oh. Well, yeah, I know because it on is the digital it is side, yeah. digitally done. But I know I send so many emails all the time. Like, I could, can this spot please not run in my podcast anymore? Mm. And I'm sure they're tired of me, but I'm gonna keep sending it. I can't, it's out of our control. Like junk jewels, huh? Where you jewel up your junk? <laughs> no. I think I look pretty. <laughs> junk jewels. I don't even know if that's a thing, but it should be, right? <laughs> oh my god! You know what? Probably Google. Do, hey, code bones. <laughs> Does your goober look ugly? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh man. See, I just told her we like try to keep it, keep it clean. <laughs> no, we're talking about mm. that. Is your goober gross? <laughs> 
kids don't know what that he's talking about. Is your about. Jimmy janked? <laughs> no. 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 We can fix that. Okay. She's probably Junk like. Jules. <laughs> uh, okay. What do we do? Do we call the station? <laughs> We email the who? Yeah, the we'll, we'll have a word. Program hey, director? Jess, thank you for letting us know. We're going to have a word. No problem. I figured you'd appreciate that. Lunchbox, yes. There are junk jewels. Okay, I'm oh. sure It's there called Vajazzling. <laughs> and now... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, okay, Crystals okay. for no. your crotch. Okay, stop. <laughs> Too far. Listen, save it. Also, we could talk about this in, like, post-show. On the post show. Is your Willy Wonky? Stop. Man, it's funny that she called telling, like, can we stop this? <laughs> We're making it worse right I now. I know. Now parents are having to explain this. No, they're not. They might be. The best thing to do and is And now that Lunchbox has searched that up, he's going to start getting those ads. Um, okay, Jess, thank you. <laughs> See? Thank you, She thinks it's funny. All right. Bye, Jess. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Port St. Lucie, Florida. A 38-year-old man walked out of a bar, couldn't find his car. Sees one sitting there, steals it to drive around and look for his car. Gets it stuck. He stole one to look for his car? <laughs> yes. Uh. Gets it stuck on the railroad track. Jumps out, train, boom! Hits the car, and then police come, and he waves them down. Hey, hey, guys, I need help finding my car. And he admitted that he stole that car to find his car, so he's facing a lot of charges. But how far away was his car that he needed a car to go find it? Mm. Uh, Usually if you lose your car, it's in a parking lot. And it depends how big the parking lot is, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's driving across a railroad track. <laughs> and then what are the odds when you steal a car that it breaks? The whole it breaks down on a railroad track thing. No, no, I don't know if it broke down if he got it stuck. He'd been drinking. He came out of okay, the bar. Well, this so maybe he swerved off to the side or yes. something? Yes. Okay, well, him drinking is probably the root of this whole story. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right, Super Bowl on Sunday. You going to watch it? There is a party going down at my house, but no, not watching it. I'm going to be on an airplane. You're flying during the Super Bowl? Yeah. Empty your kids are throwing a party without you? <laughs> <laughs> Empty flight. There's nobody else on there. I know. You can watch it on your phone, but I guess you probably won't. No. You don't I'm, care. I'm good. Uh, are you going to bet it at all? Have you even set up your DraftKings account? I will if you want to bet uh -huh. with me. I've already bet. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll run some of this by you. Will there be an octopus? Do you know what an octopus is? Nope. Is like, that a play? Oh, like, all right, guys, we're going to run the octopus. <laughs> Ooh, no. nice. Okay. Uh, Eddie, Lunchbox, you know what an octopus is? No. I have no idea. Mm -mm. It's when you score the touchdown and the two-point conversion, the same player. Yeah. So if they, oh. if they get hand off to the running back and Mixon scores a touchdown and then scores the two-point, that's eight points, that's an octopus. You bet so no So does it represent, like, lots of hands happening? <laughs> <laughs> like eight of them? Eight people at once touch the ball. They run it in together. <laughs> yeah. um, now, pro there's probably not going to be an octopus. Okay. But if you bet an octopus, let's see. You bet there's an octopus, and you bet five dollars. You win seventy five dollars. No, if they hit it. Okay. Uh, I didn't bet that one. Some of the other <laughs> ones are the first score of the game. You can bet that. Who do you got? I didn't bet that. What did you bet? Um, I bet the Bengals plus four and a half. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Uh, only because I bet the Bengals to beat the Chiefs, and they did. And to stick with I it, I think the Bengals are better. I think the the the, um, uh, the Chiefs are better than the Rams, so why not? Stick with Joe Burrow. Okay. Uh, the jersey number of the first touchdown scored. Will there be a defensive touchdown? Most passing yards of the game. You can bet all this stuff. Total points by both teams. Uh, the Super Bowl's on Sunday. Rams and Bengals and DraftKings has so many different prop bets you can choose from. Literally hundreds. So if you don't have it, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. I Let me look and tell you what I bet. I bet just the Cincinnati Bengals plus four and a half. 
And then I bet Evan Neal will be the number one draft pick, but that won't be until the NFL draft. But those are my last two bets. That's gotcha. a big future bet. Not only April of next year. Yeah. I've also bet um, Arkansas won the NCAA championship. Kentucky, What's, uh, how much K- do you Kentucky win on Kentucky will win the NCAA championship. Um, 50 bucks to win 2,800. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Can you imagine if I won that? Amazing. That would be crazy. Um, also, I do commercials, and I've had an endorsement deal with DraftKings for a year or so. And so, but they're having uh, Lunchbox do a couple spots now, too. And there's one part of it where you have to read because you're gambling. Here's the number to call in case there's a mess up. And the number is 1 800 Hope NY for if you're in New York State. Oh, yeah. And so you may hear me say that 1 800 Hope NY or text Hope NY for New York. But here is Lunchbox doing the DraftKings spot here. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HO-PENNY or text HO-PENNY <laughs> or text HO-PENNY 467369. Text HO-PENNY. Hope NY. Hope NY. Hope NY. Call 1-800-GUMBLER. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I don't, that's funny, but I've done it. It says in New York. Hope Penny sounds like it could be someplace in yeah. New Jersey. Yes, I, mean, I was like, all right, Hope Penny. <laughs> okay, you guys have a great weekend. I hope the Super Bowl is awesome for you. We'll see you Monday. Amy, have a safe trip. Thank you. And we'll see you guys Monday. The Bobby Bone Show.